Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Hey Corner Crew podcast. I am your host, JJ Lang, and with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host. You know him, you know him, Nate, the little goon foss. Nate is here. He still hates the intro. Too bad. Uh, we're both dying. <laughs> we're both dying. Seasonal allergies suck, but we're forcing our way through this. Yeah. Um, we had more hockey this weekend. We had four home whoop, games. Whoop, 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 both. A little bit of, little bit of sweep. A little bit sweep action. We needed sweep. a broom. I'm disappointed you for not having a broom ready for this. I forgot the broom. Whatever. Um, Kick me out of corner crew, please. <laughs> yeah, whatever. There's no shot we'll ever be able to pull that off, even if we tried to. Um, we'll have to drag. Can't your, get rid of me that easy. We'll have to drag your lifeless corpse out of the building. Um, four games, two home openers, four wins. I would call that a pretty successful weekend. Both teams swept their opponents. You hear me complaining? Nobody's complaining. And we had pretty big turnouts for the both men's games. We had pretty good turnouts for the women's games too, thank God. Because pretty good turnout Friday. For, I mean, oh yeah, given that it was a four, it was a two o'clock game on a Friday. Yeah, I so. think the score warranted it. Also, that's why I'm wearing my women's jersey today and not my men's because they were whooping some. You know what? Last last weekend. So we're going to start with them. Um, I'm going to let you take it right off the bat, Nate. You go right into the into the Friday and Saturday games and what we had. Friday afternoon, the women put a beat down, an absolute beat down on St. Michael's, an 8 nothing win. Uh, kind of started to feel bad for him towards the end of it. Uh, shots on goal, 57-7. to We had more goals than they had shots. <laughs> I love that. There's a very nice change of pace. Usually it's the other way around. Um, Sarah Coe, first career shutout, seven saves. She did a great job, did what she had to do. Didn't really have to do much. Um, I, I will say before you keep going, I think I looked at Zelig at one point and said, Sarah Coe's having so much fun. She's just standing down there. She's just hanging out. Like, she got nothing to do. She got no worry in the world about what's going on. No, we, had, we were on offense for most of that game. My favorite part. Seven different goal scorers. Lindsay Maloney got two of them. Um, Emma Rowland got her got her going. Thank goodness, she's finally starting to look like the Emma Rowland of last year and the year before. Uh, Chloe McNeil, another one, right quick after. Um, like I said, Maloney got a shorty. Love shorthanded goals. That was uh, late in the period. That one was funny because the puck goes in the net. But nobody realizes the puck went in the net. There's still a minute and a half left on the penalty. So they go down, and we played for a good two, three minutes. And then we scored. I think it was Athena scored. But they had to, They went back and reviewed uh, Maloney's goal. And they said, oh, Maloney actually scored. So they had to put all that time back on the clock. Had to put the penalty back on. I forget who was in the box. Um, poor Hannah Solinger had to go back in the box. Um, so, and then you know, Ella Fissette, first huge, goal is Tiger in the power play for her. Big weekend for everybody. Oh yeah. Um, Friday was definitely a good time. Um, two for three on the power play. It's kind of weird. There's not really much to talk about. It was. They they were just kicking butt. Yeah, we were all um, we, we were all prepared to lose our hats. Should Lindsay Maloney had scored one more time, 
We were going to oh, be yeah. launching them things out there. Um, and I, I will say this. Um, hats off to St. Michael's, though, oh, yeah. for sticking with it. I mean, poor Carissa Mudrick, their goaltender, made 49 saves. I thought she would – she. this game could have been way worse. Yeah. Oh, she made some pretty good stops. Um, they also blocked 16, 16 shots. So, I mean, it it's hard to play in these kind of games. If you're on the losing end of it, it's really hard to just give up. But they didn't. They played really hard all the way to the end. And they kept going. Um, it showed really, I think they just kind of ran out of gas. Yeah. Right. And I, I mean, it was a relentless, relentless push by RAT. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturday, more of the same. Plus one. Nine, <laughs> plus one. Nine nothing. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Uh, Shots were 57 to 11. Didn't score more goals than they had shots. A little disappointing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Listen, I will say I was down there with a buck left in the game screaming, score one more, I want 10. Um, Kylie Aquaro, I was so happy when she got that goal at the end. She already say? had four assists on the night. She got a fifth point with a goal. Um. It was a big weekend for everybody. I mean, I was looking at the stat sheet for the season. We only have five play- five skaters that aren't goalies with with zero points in the year, and three of them haven't played a game yet. Yeah, so, which is nuts. It was a pad the stats weekend. Yep. And again, St. Mike's, they the goaltender, they fought. It kind of towards the third in the third period. You could kind of tell that they, they were, were gassed. They were pretty tired. Um, yeah. You know it, and we know all about that. That was us last year. So it's, we know. I kind of started to feel bad for him. I mean, Leah White played that Saturday. She made forty-eight saves. So she was again phenomenal. Did they? Didn't they switch goalies in that game? No. Oh no, we did. We no, did. we did. Because we yeah, started. I was about to say because Emma, Emma Steven started. Emma Steven had eight saves, and Sophia Bellino three saves. So Sophia played the third period. Nice little combined shuddy for, uh, and for the other two goaltenders. Let me just say real team. quick before we get into some of the standouts. Shutout weekend. 17 yes. goals scored, none allowed. What a way to had... build confidence right there. I meant to what ask Dan Scully to find it for us. When was the last time we had a sweep of a weekend where we didn't allow a goal? I'm sure it's been a long time. I mean, unfortunately, Dan Scully couldn't be on tonight. He is some things going on. Um, excuses, excuses. Just kidding. We love you, Dan. <laughs> um, so let's talk about some of the heroes of the weekend. Lindsay, Lindsay Maloney, two goals. Jamie Nolan, two goals. Kylie Acaro, one goal. Four assists on Saturday alone. Like, yeah. that's insanity. And then Ella Fassett, a, a, crazy numbers for her, too. Both of them got recognized by CHA afterwards, too, which is insane. Yep. Uh... Fissat, Rookie of the Week. Yep. And Kylie Quarrow, Player of the Week. Um, thanks for coming. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Yep. Um, I don't really know what else to talk about there because it, it was like... There, there really wasn't much. I because mean, Because usually we can go into back and forth and talk about, you know, what we did well, what we needed to do better on, but in this it was just like complete and utter domination the entire time. And it, there was never a point in either game where I'm thinking they're going to come back and beat us. Like, no. 
Like we'd uh, score one, and then we'd get two a minute later. And then a couple minutes after that, we're at three, and I'm this. It got it, and to their credit, it could have got out of control really fast. Right, and you know it's nice to get some confidence because they've got a couple of big weekends coming up. Yes, um, oh, yeah. we'll get to that in a minute. But um, it, it, I you see it a lot, even in a blowout game like that. It's great to see the puck go in the net. Yeah, not only as a team, but for personal confidence. And we had a bunch of different too. goal scorers. And for us, too. Like it, I think I said it on Friday. And it, whenever we say stuff like this, it's not a knock on the team. It's not that they didn't play hard. Just other teams were better. Mm-hmm. It, we we earned that. We earned oh, this yeah. weekend. I think, the, I think the girls earned this, this type of weekend. And, I mean, not that I think Celeste did it on purpose to you know maybe get a blowout weekend that's never the case no but i think we were just that i good. think i think these games came at a good time you know they were start. you could tell they were starting to get some confidence they played well against yukon they played well against vermont but didn't get the results and now to finally play well and get the result yeah Agreed. and the kind of result that they did on home opener weekend too like People at are gonna, home, on home ice, two and zero on home ice. RIT hockey's undefeated at the Policy Center this year so far. Flex, love that, um, love that. Let's keep it up. Keeps people coming back, man. Oh yeah, egg, that's exactly what I said. I was October I, uh, October 29th is the next women's home game. Y'all which, better be there. Which sucks because it's a while away. But you know what? No, it's 28th is the next women's yeah. home game. Nope, 29th. Oh, because that's the Syracuse weekend. Yes, sir. Ooh, that is right. I forgot about that. It's a night game, too. No excuses. Oh, it's 7 o'clock. So you go to the men's game and then stay for the women's game. If you be, if, yes. you, if people start leaving, I'm going to get very mad. Um, uh, we're going to not let you leave. So let's take a look to next weekend. Well, this upcoming weekend for us. Uh, go through the predictions real quick because then we can get to the men with Army. Because honestly, there isn't really a lot to talk about, with, talk about about the women except for we just destroyed them. Yeah. Like, there wasn't um, anything we did bad. <laughs> Anybody, there were a thousand of us there that remembers the home opener last year. Um, and that's something I want to touch on too. What a drastic change from last year's home opener oh, yeah. to this year's home opener. Love to see it. If you weren't there, um, Colgate came to town. And give credit to everybody that was there. It was a pretty big crowd. It was one of the bigger crowds I've seen for women's game. Over a thousand, which was nice. Yeah. Um, Got to get more of those this year. Uh, Colgate came in and spanked us, thirteen to nothing. Yep, that was, was a rough. sad game. It was a rough one, and they're going back to Colgate this year. Unfortunately, this year it's not a home and home. Um, I hate that they're on the road during homecoming weekend. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Um, it's always nice to have double hockey on homecoming. Um, if you have nothing to do Friday night. Drive out. <laughs> go out to Colgate. Uh, Sue's going. There, there's tiny, some people going. Nowhere, Hamilton, New York. Uh, class of '65 Arena is actually really nice from the pictures I've seen. So, if you're going, it'll be um, fun. Yeah, it'll be a good time. Um, if you can't go though, games at six o'clock on Friday, yep. three o'clock on Saturday. So on ESPN Plus. So catch the women's game before you head downtown for the men's game. Um, a little bit into Colgate. Um, they're 5-0 on the year. Um, they, they look, look good. really good. They pretty much showed the CHA who's boss. Um, they beat Syracuse 3-0. Um, 
they beat Mercyhurst and combined seven nothing two weekends ago. Um, Penn State played them pretty tough, three two two one last weekend. Um, RIT is one and eleven all time. Um, the one win is actually a weird one. There's a, a women. There's a girls hockey tournament here every year in Rochester. It's the Fire on Ice tournament, and they made RIT versus Colgate showcase game. Yep. On Friday night, there was a two nothing win at the Bill Gray's Iceplex for RIT. It was not an RIT home game. It was a road game, so we didn't lose any home games that year. But Celeste Brown did not score in that one. I know I was looking for a a nice Celeste Brown stat. Um, Christina Kaltikova, five goals, three assists, eight points in five games. Or in six games. That's pretty pretty good. Yep. Um, Yeah, not really much there. I mean... I think it's a good test coming off a weekend where you, like we said, built some confidence and hopefully they just don't get it knocked right back out of them. Yeah, that would kind of Which suck. is a real possibility, but um, who knows? All right, let's go to our predictions then real quick. So what are you saying? I know we have Dan's predictions or you, we have them written down and then I, I will let you do yours and Dan's first, then I'll go with mine. All right, let me pull up Dan's here and then we'll look around the conference after here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he texted it to me this afternoon here. Uh, we'll go with Dan's first. We'll make him bad guy here. Um, <laughs> he's going to go in a sweep for Colgate. Um, they're right up there with UConn and Vermont. Um, you know, tough teams to play against. Think they can play well. He says four, one and five to two. That's the scores. Um, I kind of have to agree with him. I promise all year, Dan, we're not going to go with the same prediction every weekend. But <laughs> great minds, great minds do think alike. Me, um, me, on the other hand, if, if you're not, if you're done, sorry. Going to go with. I think Colgate's can sweep. I think it's a little bit closer. I'm going to go with. I think they come out firing Friday. I think we score first, but Colgate comes back and uh, gets a nice three to one. Four to one victory Friday, and I think Colgate's going to come out firing on Saturday because it's going to be one of those like, oh shoot, RIT is actually pretty decent, and they play a little harder. And I don't want to give a score for Saturday because we just don't know. But I'm going to say split. For sure, I'm going to say we win Friday, three two, and then drop Saturday two one. Close. I think I think they're going to be close games. I think and we, we got Serico making like a hundred saves. I think we may. I, we we played Vermont pretty well. You can't. You, you can't. I, I, I think I would that Colgate and Vermont in the same. And class, I think so. after this weekend, with the confidence boost they had, I, I I think they can come out and beat this team. This team is beatable. They could. They can take them. Penn State showed it. I agree, and we only in, in an exhibition game. Now, don't take too much stock into it, but we only lost Penn State one nothing. Exactly. Um, I think that's just a big question mark to see. Like, what's it going to be like? Yeah, non conference games are non conference games. What's it going to be like when we get into conference play in a couple mm-hmm. weeks? Um, that's when we'll really start. To I see can't wait to play. What the team is made of? Oh, it's going to be a fun weekend. So should we hop um, over to the men's? Speaking wanna... of Syracuse, yes. Let's do that real quick. Last weekend, um, 
Syracuse had their weird Thursday home game. Yeah, I hate that crap. It's annoying. And they lost 2 nothing to St. Lawrence. <laughs> um, obviously, we got an 8 nothing win. Colgate beat Penn State 3-2, to like we said. Clarkson, who is also up there, beat Mercyhurst 3-1 to down in Erie. But the next night, Mercyhurst took down Clarkson 2-1. So I think that's... That's a good win for the conference, I think. That kind of shows, okay, Mercyhurst is also up there. They can compete with anybody. And I think Mercyhurst and Penn State are the cream of the crop of the CHA this year. Um, I think they're the two best teams. Syracuse is up there as well. They lost a lot on offense. But um, this upcoming weekend, Syracuse has a home-and-home with Clarkson. Um, Thursday at Tennedy. Stupid Thursday home game. Can't stand that garbage. Um, Mercyhurst goes to Troy to play RPI. Penn State goes to Boston to play BC. We go to play Colgate Friday and Saturday. ESPN Plus. Interesting all around. Six and three. Watch it. So JJ's picking the upset of the week. Listen, man. I will always go with our team to win at least one game. I always have the confidence. Mm-hmm. Call me the ultimate optimist. I will always pick our teams to win at least one every week, even if the odds are stacked against them. That being said, let's go into the more, I don't want to say more competitive games, but they were much more competitive. Um, RIT men's hockey, their first two games of the year. Well, first two home games. Conference games. Conference games. Six-point weekend against Army. With the sweep, Nate has the broom. Let's sweep go. action. <laughs> Gotta love it. Six love points. to see it. The view from the top is beautiful. I mean, it's nice being in the first place. I mean, it's imagine not having any conference wins. Couldn't be us. Sucks to everybody else. But uh, don't take into effect into account that nobody else has played conference games. But hey, whatever. We're still first. First nobody place. Cares. Nice place to be. We. Played two really, really, really hard-fought games. A lot happened. We were both there. Let's roll into it. I'll let you start with the stats. I mean, we were both exhausted. I, I can only imagine. Yeah, I kind of wanted to die after, after Saturday, after those four yeah, games. Sunday I was, was just rough. cooked. Um, thank God I didn't need to yell much during the Bills game on Sunday. But <laughs> it was rough. I did my yelling on Monday at work, but that's okay. We won't get into that. Now I'm dying. but We're both dying. It's okay. Um, Friday, home opener, big crowd, place was buzzing right from the drop of the puck. Um, first off, I got to start with this little mini rant before the actual rant later. Um, the DJ, got to get stuff figured out, man. Good Lord. Playing music. Stop playing music during play. And when we're trying to do stuff, hey, we got a routine. You throw us off our routine. You throw us Mm -hmm. off our routine. So, all right. Anyway, three, two win on Friday. Um, game. Great back and forth hockey game. Um, shots on goal were thirty four to nineteen for Army, but I don't think that's really indicative of how close that game really was. No, that game was very close. Um, Kobe, all he does is score big blank and goals. Walker <laughs> gets us going early in the second on the power play, and a beautiful shot by JoJo Casero, um, right off the right pad of Gavin Abrick, the sieve from Army. Sorry, um, sieve. Sergeant Sith, thank you. That's what I, that's the word I was looking for. Um, another a couple minutes later, Tommy Scarfoni. If you haven't seen it, 
I'm going to put it on Instagram because, oh, my God. The save he made. He There's just sometimes where I'm just in utter befuddlement where I don't even react to things. I don't think I reacted to that save only because I couldn't believe what I just witnessed. We all, I know everybody in front row saw, saw that guy come up going, crap, these guys are going to score. And the save he made, we were all just like, uh, yo, what? <laughs> and then literally 30 seconds later, Elijah Gonzalez, welcome back. Come back player back of the year. Back from injury after last year. Barry's one, make it 2 nothing. Um, fell asleep a little bit there after that one. Army scored two quick ones. Um, you know what I love too? Both army guys came over and sallied right in front of us, and that means we're in their heads, so we're yep. doing our job. Love, I, I love that. Be quiet, blah blah blah. And they kept coming over yeah. to the same sign too. They kept jumping into the same the uh, another rejected yeah, uh-huh. marine, y'all. Credit to Aaron Huss yep. for making that. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. It was. That and the violent sign. That has got to be one of my favorite things. That yeah, we need that. to give a quick shout out to Aaron for the violence sign. Um, and, that might be the greatest sign we've ever made. And the fact that we got to use it so quick. Oh, yeah. Into its existence. Like two minutes into the game, it was lovely. I also do want to quickly apologize to the pet band because we kept using that while they were trying to start songs. And poor Trey couldn't, couldn't communicate to the band what they were going to start because people were getting so loud when the violence sign got activated. Um, um, so sorry, Trey. We'll, we'll make sure that we don't, like, you know, screw you guys up next time. Got to do what we got to do. And then third period comes around, back and forth. Army gets a chance. We get a chance. Both goalies were standing on their heads all night. Yep. And then... Aiden Hanson Bukata, you beautiful, beautiful man. Just rips <laughs> one from the top of the circle, goes clean in, and I lost it. And the roof came off the he place. He came right oh. around by us in the front. Holy crap, that was so oh. much fun. Well, you love seeing stuff like that. Um, it, Tommy Scarfoni. Got the chain. Great. Got the chain. I like the chain. I don't, we, we didn't see who got I'm, the chain on Saturday, but. I know. We got to figure out. Who get like why people get the chain? We're gonna to have to start them. grilling them on what's going on. We'll there, ask about it. Um, the big stat that stood out for me though on Friday night was RIT won forty out of a possible sixty-seven faceoffs. That's insane. That is that's huge. a great number to have. Um, and I will say this: I, even though he didn't score, he didn't have a point. Carter Wilkie might be the best player in Atlantic hockey. He oh, was yeah. all over the He's place. Everywhere. I mean, he, he did score yeah. Saturday, but at the same he time. He did score Saturday. It's, but, but it's like his mere presence draws attention. Yeah. Like, and, it almost reminds me of like in football where like if you got a receiver or like a running back that's out there that's really good, like that person draws attention from defenders. And that's what's happening with Carter mm-hmm. is like they are putting, they are making sure to keep dudes on him because of just how flat out good he is. And it makes his line mates in the weekend. It, was it makes everybody else better. Andrew Miller. Tanner Andrew and uh, Grady Hobbs. I, it's the second time I've made the Andrew Miller mistake. <laughs> I have the sign um, right in front of me. If you want me to go grab it. I know. It. No, we're good. Um, got in a little bit of penalty trouble again. Um, we'll touch on that in a minute. We'll take that Saturday. <laughs> got a, I mean, yes, the PK is really good. 
Yeah, we don't give up a lot of power play goals. I mean, Army, Army only scored one. But the whole weekend, it was insane. Do you have you the actual number it. for what our penalty kill is on the season? I think we're like one for fifteen now, or something like that. On the season, or sorry, we're like we're like fourteen for fifteen, or something like that on penalty kills. Like it's it's or crazy good in one game, or well, because it was six at Union. There was a crap load well, they this went weekend. Six for six on Union. They yeah. went nine, then one for four on Friday. So or yeah. three for four on Friday. So nine for ten. Now get to Saturday in a minute, but. Um. Yeah, the PK can be good, but it's going to come back to bite you at some point. Um, Army didn't have a good power play. Union didn't have a good power play. Um, you never know. It, you don't want it to come back and bite you at the wrong time. So no. it's something that's got to get cleaned up. Saturday, another fun one at the Policy and Center. Four to corner one. Crew, corner crew filled in nicely. Yeah, we did. I was getting a little nervous. Everybody, if you're going to games, man, you got to be there by 630. Come on now. Don't don't give me heart attacks that, that, and that make section, Randy think we're not gonna look at the flag out. That section cannot be that empty at the start of the game. I'm sorry. Um, got to be better. And we'll admit that corner crew's got to be better sometimes. We can um, do it. Not perfect. It's early in the season. We'll get it going. Shots on goal. 35-28. RIT. Thanks for coming, Army. See you later. Have fun on your ride home. <laughs> Try to drive uh, back to West Point. JoJo Casero again. Again, phenomenal. All over the place. Uh, beautiful pass from Petrucci on that goal, too. That was just an absolute rip. Um, my favorite goal of the weekend was Carter Wilkie, though. The second goal on Oh, Saturday. dude, he the comes puck, up to the so wall afterwards. If oh you weren't God. there, the puck squeaks out. There's a scrum in front. The puck squeaks out into the slot, and Wilkie just picks it up, goes off to the right towards us, just waits, 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 then buries it. it. And I love it when they sell you in front of us. Dude, he jumped into the corner crew wall. Legitimately right in front of me. I was bugging out the whole time. Um, Yeah, then Army did score on the power play late the first. Um, And then it was all RIT from there. I mean, the second period took forever because of all the penalties. There were a lot of of penalties in this game. We'll get there in a minute. Oh. I have some words. Um, I do too. Grady Hobbs, third third period, gets a big insurance goal early. Yep. From Andrew and Wilkie, that line was the best and line. And then Hanson Bukata had the fourth one with the right in the empty, empty net. net. Thank you later. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to say empty net with the net air, was with, empty. With no, I'm saying it with air quotes because you know I'm making the joke that Gavin sucks, Nate. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you for explaining that. I was very uh, kind of lost. I didn't know where you were Air going quotes, with that. Empty net. Um, to answer your question, the power play, the PK is thirteen fifteen on the year. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Too many penalties. But... It's a lot of penalties, but I think a lot of them are. are I mean, the Union one kind of padded that stack because the um, crap ones called on us there. Yeah, Colby Matthews, uh, twenty. 27 saves, 28 shots. He Colby looked had good. A hell of I think. Game. I think we got a goalie competition on our hands. Here, I think we do too, and I'm kind of all for that because it makes them both so, better. Absolutely pushes each other. Um, it also gives the team confidence because, like you know, if God forbid anything were to happen to Tommy or or um, Colby, you you know what you know the other is fully capable of stepping up and being a primary starter. 
I would like to see Daniel Chouinard get into a game. Though. I Maybe not. honestly would love to see him get in there also because it's a shame just we haven't gotten to see him I mean, we don't yet. know. We just don't know about him. This man could be a silent sleeper sitting on the bench. Um. Yeah, I mean, penalty trouble again. Um, and I don't know if it's – I don't know if it's our guys getting drawn in to stupid penalties because there was a lot of matching penalties. A lot of them were – Yeah. You take a penalty, I take a penalty. Or it's four on dying. four. Still dying. Seasonologies, um, man, they suck. <laughs> yeah, this is horrible. Um, there was a weird, a weird one on Wilkie and uh, Hobbs in the second where Wilkie, yes, it was a boarding call. Yes, you can't hit a guy from behind. Did the guy put himself in a bad spot? Yes, but it's still a penalty. Yeah. Then they reviewed it, and then they gave Grady Hobbs a penalty, which – is definitely against the rules if they called it on the replay, but, but whatever. We welcome don't know. To, w- welcome to Atlantic Hockey officiating. Our our lovely friend Ed Tresker, the uh, voice of RIT Tigers hockey on Twitter and Fox Sports twelve eighty, um, said I had an AirPod in because I wanted to listen to what the heck was going on, and he said he said something that really caught me. Right? Every other league mics up their officials and they have to explain what they're reviewing, what the penalty call is. Except for us. To the arena. Yep. Atlantic Hockey is the only league that does not do that. Which is dumb. Why don't we do that? We should be. It's not like it's not like ten years ago where every Atlantic hockey school is playing in a dumpy community rink. Well, most of them. Um we aren't. We never were. But no, you know, Brady like was awesome. that didn't that didn't have the technology to do it, which I understood at this point. But the only team that doesn't have a rink on campus is AIC at this point, and all the rinks are Canisius doesn't, and Canisius. But I mean, it's a newer bar and it's really nice. But AIC plays in a in an AHL rink. They have the capabilities because AHL yeah, referees do. are mic'd up. I don't understand it. It makes no sense to me why, as a league. We don't do this. Um, my favorite penalty call of the weekend was at the end of the first period. God bless Coach Riley. He loves us so much. He well, I love him, too. Play. He gave us a power play. <laughs> who was, who I was sitting in the box for him? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, I was like, I saw him talking to the official after the period. And I'm like, oh, what? all right, what's going on here? What's he complaining about? And then all of a sudden, the referee blows the whistle and technical, technical. two minutes. So that gave us a five on three there at the end. Um, yeah, I mean, there weren't really a ton of bad penalties. Like, there were some. I mean, the Matt Kellenberger hit from behind was borderline. Was it a hit from behind? Yes, but did deserve gone. a game misconduct? Probably not. I'm also going to say right now, I, I'm going to get into my rant portion. I think it's going to pour into yours as I bring something up. Um, this Army team to me, was one of the, I don't want to say dirtiest teams I've ever seen, but it was almost to that point. It seemed like there was always a scuffle or a skirmish started after the play got blown dead, and it was always started by someone from that team. And it drove me insane, where it's like, oh my god, our guys are getting roughing calls and hitting after the whistle penalties called because some guy is shoving a dude's head or shoving someone in the back after every single play. And there was one instance... Okay, gets, let, let me let me get this before we get into that. I know where you're going. Uh huh. Um, wrong with us. Got to be a little more disciplined. You can't get drawn into those stupid after the whistle penalties. No, it, those are the ones that kill teams. 
um, got too much into that towards the end, towards, you know, in the middle of the game, the second period, so many penalties. The start of the second of period on were, Saturday, there was five guys in Army's bench. Three of them had 10 minutes, and there was another guy who had a two-minute, and then another dude who had the two-minute for Coach Riley. So he had, there was a whole party in their box. And we had I've what? seen four. I've seen four. I've, I've never, never seen, seen five. five. That was so insane. That was and have we ever had we, – we had, what, two in ours or just one? Uh, we had two. Yeah, because Laskowski was in there for the 10-minute and somebody else was in there for another two. <laughs> um, I, don't I think know, it was Gonzalez was in no, there. No, maybe we only had one. Yeah, I thought I thought it was just Laskowski who was in there for the 10-minute. Yeah, I don't know. But, um, like, seriously, like, oh, my God. It's like these guys were trying to pick fights. And that's, when we, that, and that's when we got to bring the violence sign out so quickly, both games. And like I said, uh, you can't get drawn into those after no. the whistle penalties. There's got to be some team discipline in there. Um, it, it, I'll take it as if you're defending your teammate, I can live with it. But 100%. If, if it's just you getting frustrated. No. And Army's a physical hockey team. They, they always have been. They always have been. They're and in your face. They're not afraid to push you around a little bit. No, they're and not. I, I respect that as a team. Out of them, and I expect it every time we play. RAT Army is always a physical game. It's always a fun it's always, always. It's always a fun. I think Atlantic hockey, especially now, is starting to get into the every game is a good game. And I think the national narrative that Atlantic hockey isn't a good conference is so wrong. And it's starting to go because away. It is starting to go away it, because Atlantic hockey is starting to become more competitive. It's not. Oh, two or three. It's not like RAT Air Force and maybe Canisius or Niagara every once in a while. They're, those are the top three, four teams, and now everybody's starting to get better. Yeah. And the league is growing, and it people just still crap on Atlantic hockey, and it drives me nuts. But I'm about to do that. Um, JJ's about to crap on Atlantic hockey because we got some stuff to say. I want to bring up one specific play in particular. That happened, I think it was in the second period. First period. For, it was the first period. Yep. Um If you haven't seen Felt it. Felt like it was the second. If you haven't seen it, it's on ECH's Instagram account. There's a video up. They're taking people's questions and comments. I know both of us left a comment. The Carter Crew account left a comment. A bunch of other art people left a comment. How, and, and excuse my French here, how in the hell do you allow a guy to sit there and keep shoving and punching a dude's head into the ice multiple times and not suspend him and give him a five-minute major? That call was crap. I'm sorry. If I'm I'm going to get mad for a second. That was some bull. Complete uh, bull. Where I have my issue is that you mean to tell me that no official had a look at that? They're right there. Anywhere where they were. They were breaking up the skirmish. They saw it happen in front of their own eyes. Come on, man. So, Michael Sacco from Army got a two-minute minor for cross-checking and a ten-minute misconduct. He should have been thrown out. That was not... That was an assault on our... I forget who that was. Who was that? If you do that outside of the rink... It is assault. You're going to jail. You're going to jail with what he did. Um, thank God. <sighs> who was it? I can't even remember who I it was. I remember who was that jumped in there, but someone jumped in there. Uh, and just... so, 
Might Cody Laskowski jumped in. Yeah. Um, and went I want to say I want to say it was Isabel that was at the bottom of that. I think it was. Yeah, it was him. Yeah. Because so, thank he, God he. Thank God for as far as we know he is okay. A f- he a finished f- the game. A few people thought he had a concussion, but I don't think that could have. It could have been worse than a concussion. Could have been really bad. That could have been. He landed two, three shots on the back of his neck. Now that 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 play to me, though, of course, that happened Saturday afternoon. That to me is a we're salty. We didn't win Friday, and we're going to start knocking people out Saturday to try and give us a better shot. Did Isabel kind of get a little close to Avery? Yes. Did he give him a little love tap? Yes. Sure. Does it does it require that as a response? The Never. penalty that the penalty that they called was Sako coming in and cross checking him down to the ice the first time. Yep. Yes, that's a penalty. If it had ended there, we're not having this conversation. It's a good call. It's a penalty. Whatever. It's the fact that he then jumped on top of him and kept going. And kept smashing his head from his neck into the ice. That is, seriously, that's that's a 10-minute, that's a you're getting chalked, and that's a you're done for a couple weeks. And honestly, if I'm Coach yeah. Riley, I'm suspending him for a while anyway, because that makes Army hockey look uh, really bad. Doesn't happen. I mean, it's not gonna happen, but it makes Army hockey look really bad. I'm just, I'm just gonna put that it, out there. Cody Laskowski then also got a two-minute penalty for hitting after this on the ten-minute misconduct. So what you're saying is, what Cody Laskowski did was worse. He came in and pulled him off of Isabel, gave him a shot, and that was it. Yes, okay, two minutes for roughing. I can live with that. The fact that. Cody Laskowski got the same amount of minutes uh, for what he did as the same as Sako. I'm sorry, that's unacceptable. It's not. It's complete garbage. It's complete garbage. It's not acceptable. From an unbiased perspective, and we do have a little bit of bias. That's our guy. He's a freshman. You know, he's got a bright future ahead of him. But and that, I was says Michael Sako is a good hockey player. That's also he a, really is. That's also a blatant penalty, though. Like that's not even. But, from from a hockey fan perspective, I would have said, without knowing what the penalty was, that's a five in a game and probably an extra game. Probably suspension. Probably suspended this upcoming Friday. Yeah. And my issue here is the two officials put a player's safety at risk. And I'm not talking about Isabel's safety. I'm talking about Sacco's. Because both of their safety. What if one of our guys decided to take matters into his own hands and totally obliterated him from behind? He's gonna get hurt now. Sako's hurt. You know, you have to protect. Yeah. As much as, as much as they failed to protect Isabel, I think throwing Sako out of the game protects him. Yeah, because they're because they're about retaliation. Because exactly, and good on our guys for not doing that. Not doing that. I mean, he took a little bit of shoves later on in the game. But that's... That's to be expected. But... Nobody blew him up, though, thank God. And, unfortunately, we've seen this way too many times in Atlantic hockey. Nothing's going to get done about it. There will be no suspension. Those officials will be calling games this weekend. How about They last... might even be calling our game this weekend. How... Which, by the way, if they're calling our game this weekend, oh, they're going no to hear it. How, They're like, hearing it. How, how about how about last year, game two against Sacred Heart in that quarterfinal? Kobe Walker's on the ice, holding his own head off to the right, 
and we're all like, "There's a dude down. You gotta you player safety." No, see, I, yes, I was, but I, he wasn't. He wasn't in the way of the play until the dude scared me right by him. Army had no. Army had the puck. They're not gonna take enough special in a playoff game. But whatever. That that's beside the point. Um, that was also Schubert. So I mean, are we really surprised? Um, no, because he's an idiot. I I just look at it like this, like. We're, that's something that hockey's been trying to get rid of for forever. Mm-hmm. That that stuff doesn't belong in, no, in our game. It's Bush League. It doesn't belong, especially at a school like Army. I have the utmost respect for them. Oh, I do Air too. Force. We both we both said Coach Riley is just a stand-up. Not only are they coach. great hockey players, but they're great people. They're going to serve our country. Absolutely. After after they're done hopefully having a successful career at Army. Mm-hmm. But there was a little bit of respect lost on Saturday. And and it's not on Coach Riley either because you you know he does not teach guys to do things and like that. And that. That, that play does not represent the entire No, program, it definitely but, does not. That's why I think it's unfortunate because now like that clip is going everywhere and people are now going to yeah. associate Army hockey with that, which is sad because you know Coach Riley does not teach his guys to act that way. No. No, and I think that was a player who was frustrated. Um, in the way it seemed at that point, in the way R.I.T. was dominating play at that point, um, and we had been for the last night too. It's very, very frustrating. Like I said, thank God Isabel's okay because oh my God, that if he wasn't, oh, that makes me sick. Sometimes it makes me sick to my stomach. Sometimes, but oh yeah, it could have been a lot worse. Um. I look at it from an Atlantic hockey aspect. Um, they only only major penalties are reviewed automatically, which makes this even worse. Is that RIT would have to ask for them to review this play? Yeah, and you can only do that twice in a season, which uh. again is also wrong. But that's an NCAA thing. Um, as far as we know, Coach Wilson hasn't done that. Um, he should, but he probably won't, honestly. He should, but I think this early in the year, the fact that Isabel's okay. I think if he's hurt. Oh, you have to. Severely hurt. It you have to. Him. But I think because, like I said again, as far as we know, he finished the game. He looked okay. I think you can kind of not do it. It's just I'm, dis- I'm more disappointed in the, the officials in the game for not taking player safety and into account here. That's it's ridiculous. It's frustrating because, like I said, we've seen this too many times in our league. Yeah. And I think it goes on to, and I'm going to call people, I'm, it's going on Binda, the director of officials. 100%. It's on Di Gregorio, the commissioner. This stuff, I've seen it before, especially in RIT. Dan Schuler mm-hmm. had his career ended because a guy cross-checked him into the boards. The guy didn't even get a penalty on the play. Schuler was never the same hockey player. He never came back. He was done. It's unfortunate. There was no suspension. The only and <clears throat> it's frustrating. It is. It really is because it always seems like it's us. <coughs> Excuse me. Who? Sorry. Ugh. JJ, See, you're dude, me here. dude, the seasonal allergies are killer right now. Um, what else should we go into about this? I mean, <laughs> I don't really have much else. Um, Ooh, excuse me. Sorry. To all our listeners, we, just went we can go into the fact that I sneezed twice. We can go into into union here. 
Yeah, um, let's let's go into that before we both die. We'll move on. Um. So we got Union this Saturday. This weekend. Pack the blue. Pack the BCA. Sea of orange. I don't know what color the t-shirts are going to be. I, I heard white. a rumor that they're white again. Screw that. Everybody wear orange. Um. Jeez. Oh, Sorry. Oh my gosh. This could go on the highlight reel um, of the air. JJ dies on air. We have a. You're killing me. I know. We're good. We have a three-game win streak at the Blue Cross Arena. Current going on right now. Um, Let's keep it up. Took down, took down uh, Colgate, Merrimack, and last year we took down St. Lawrence in a great hockey game. Um, Six-game unbeaten streak, too. A couple ties before those. Um, mm-hmm. Playing a familiar opponent in the Union College Dutchman. Who we're going to beat this time. I'm going to say this very quietly. I hope we blow the doors off of them. <laughs> um, Union, uh, last weekend, got swept by UConn, who is a very good team, by the way. Yeah, they are. UConn is the team to watch in, on the men's side. Um, so they're 1-2-1 on the year. Um, they play. They tied Army the night after they beat us, unfortunately. Um, they play Bentley on Thursday. So they'll have another game under their belt. Mm-hmm. Um, Connor Murphy still solid in that. Expect him to be in the net Saturday night. Yep. Um, Nate Hanley one one goal, three assists. He's the leading scorer early in the year. Um, not really much to talk about. I mean, we just played him. It, it was a close game, penalty trouble again. Which please fix that this weekend, boys. Yeah, I got to do that. Um, yeah. If you are going and you have corner crew tickets, please make sure you are there early because the corner crew sections are general admission. Don't yeah. roll up at 7 o'clock thinking you and your group of 10 friends are going to be able to sit to get, stand together. Sorry, why not did I say happen. so? I don't know. It will not, not happen. happen. It will not happen. Get there early. So get there early. I'm getting there at 5. Doors open at 5.30. I'm I getting will there at 5. My mother and I. Let's what else is put out there. The one thing I think a lot of people are pumped for, at least in our circle, is the fact that my mom is going to be sitting in the corner crew with us. And let me tell you something. You ever People that have seen me at games and seen how aggressive I get, I got all of it from her. So you're going to get to get the double dose of Langs going psycho at a hockey game, which can, is going to be great. Can she yell hockey to start the game? No, that'll kill her voice. I can't do that to her. Oh, it'd be so I'll, good. I'll keep doing that. But every listen, let me to our viewers out there. My mother gets mad when the officials break fights up. She will sit there at Amherst games and curse out the, the officials if there is not blood on the ice. So let's just go with that. You, that's all you got to know about her as a hockey fan. So, But that game is going to be great. Blue Cross is Should always be a good fun. Packed house. Packed house. It's going to be a great time. Always is. Always is down, downtown at the, the, the second home. Packed house, packed house, packed house. Love it. Um. So um, let's do our predictions. Real quick. We can look her, look around Atlantic Hockey a little bit first here. Yeah, I'll see that real fast. Where we uh, we'll get that out of the way. Um, RPI uh, played Mercyhurst. Uh, they won six to three on Friday and three to two on Saturday. Um, so shout out Mercyhurst. Thanks for showing up, helping out the league. <laughs> um, Sacred Heart played Providence on Friday. There was their one game on the weekend. 
Plus six one again. Thanks for showing up, helping us out. Uh, Canisius got swept by Penn State. Rip five two and a very good contest on Saturday, seven to five. I caught the tail end of it after our game. Yeah, that game was um, close. Canisius was coming back towards the end. I think if they had five more minutes, maybe they get one more, one or two more. Um, Air Force co-hosted the icebreaker tournament with Denver. They played. They lost 4-1 to Maine on Friday, and they tied with a very good Notre Dame team 5-5 on Saturday. They did blow a 5-1 lead, though. But you kind of love so, to see that. But. Eh, yeah. Uh, Holy Cross, thanks for coming out to North Dakota. 6 nothing, 4-1. Yeah. Um, AIC had one game against their Springfield rival, UMass. Um, they tied 2-2. I believe UMass got the extra point. Extra point. There isn't any. I think they got the win in the shootout. Um, I think they did also, yeah. We swept Army. Thanks for coming. And then I think the big surprise, especially around the country this weekend, and I know you and I were surprised, by identical scores of 4-3, Niagara swept Omaha. Yeah, on that, the road. Kind of made me, that made me want to throw up when Chad Veltry's name popped up in the friggin' ECH goaltender of the week. I was like, oh, how did oh. we forget Aiden, Aiden Hanson Bukata, um, def- defensive player of the week in Atlantic hockey, surrounded by three purple jerseys that wanted to puke? That was disgusting. That graphic made me look um, like a gag. Um, so, yeah, not really a great weekend across the league. A couple tough, tough matchups. Yeah. This upcoming weekend starts on Thursday. Mercyhurst starts a home-and-home with Penn State. Um, Thursday in State College, Friday in Erie. Um, That Thursday game, Penn State's a fun team to watch, so if you want to watch Mercyhurst get absolutely blown out of the water, Big Ten (laughs) Network Plus. Mercyhurst. I love that sign. Sacred Fart and Holy Loss play each other (laughs) Thursday in Worcester in a conference game. We won't be the only team. Sacred fart and holy loss. You're just pulling all the whiteboard jokes, and I love yep. this. Um, conference game, that's why. Oh, yeah. Um, hope, hopefully both teams lose. <laughs> or tie. It's not possible because now there's a shootout. But um, then, like we said earlier, Bentley goes disconnected to play Union before they come to us on Saturday. Um, Friday, there's a... A series out at the Purple Prison. Um, AIC takes on Niagara. Niagara. I just hate thinking about it. Um, both games at Dwyer. And then Canisius goes to Ferris State out in Michigan. Um, their coach, Trevor Large, is a Ferris State alum, so... Hopefully his homecoming gets spoiled by the Bulldogs. And Air Force goes to newcomer on the block who has played really well in Lindenwood mm-hmm. out in St. Louis. I think everybody thought weekend. Lindenwood was going to be pretty bad. They're looking pretty decent. No, they're 0-4, but, I mean, they played. It's What a brutal first two weekends to start your program at Minnesota and at Michigan. Yeah, that kind of sucks. They got screwed That's twice. That's awful. But, I mean, good for them. Scheduling a hard opponent. And then Army goes to RPI on Saturday at 7. So, should be a good weekend in Atlantic hockey. A couple conference games. 
won't be able to use the only team with conference wins as a joke anymore, but <laughs> which sucks, but hey, we got to do it for at least a week, we so did. I'll take it. Um, so let's do our predictions for homecoming. I know Dan sent his, and I'll let you do yours, and I'll do Dan mine. Dan sent his. I got his here. And please read what Dan said for his prediction, oh, like the whole thing. Word for word. Uh, Dan said, he says, we'll beat Union with help from a, a packed Blue Cross Arena crowd and not having to deal with an ECAC ref official crew. Yep. Um, I don't know if Atlantic Hockey's any better, but nice little 5-1 victory over the Dutchman. I'm going to agree with the win. I'm going 7-1. Wow. Um, with four goals in the first period, I think this team's going to come out pissed off. I think they are, too. And... They were not happy after the loss at Union. No. And I don't think anybody was. So they got a little swagger in their step this weekend. Mm-hmm. You could kind of feel it during the game. Um, RAT's playing with a lot of confidence right now. So. Uh, I'm going to say a win also. I'm going to say 6-2. That's my prediction. Um, a lot of goals. I'm going to say a lot of goals. A lot of times ringing the bell. We had a lot of that Friday and Saturday. Your poor father had to ring the bell. 18, 17 times for just the women alone. 24 times total. 24 times total. That, that's a good weekend right there. Let's, good let's, time. Well, 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 let's, ring, let's ring this some more on uh, Saturday at Blue Cross. Uh, with that being said, that is going to wrap up this somewhat lengthy and somewhat heated episode of the Hey Corner Crew podcast. Yeah, hopefully we don't have to do that again. Yeah, let's hope that doesn't happen. Although with the Atlantic Hockey officials, it probably will. We'll be um, having the same conversation next week. We'll basically probably. just copy-paste this segment into that episode at some point. Change some names. Yep. Um, it, it'll be like the, yeah, you can copy my homework, but change change a couple of the answers. Get some wrong so it's not totally correct. Yeah, so, right. that being said, Homecoming is Saturday. If you don't have your tickets yet, the hell is wrong with you? Go get them now. If the, you, you ain't sent with us, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, they're Sorry. gone. So, Corner Crew tickets and 121 and 119 are pretty much wiped, so... At this gone, point, totally you're, you're kind of in the spots around us, unless you can buy a spot, one off someone that already has it that isn't going, but even them, I don't know why they're not going. Follow the Instagram. It's fun. We had over a 1,000 followers. We threw Nate on the ice on Friday. I'm just kidding. No, we didn't. We really wanted to, but we got a funny picture of us looking like we're going to. Um, use the Instagram to get into the Discord. We have a new segment on a new segment. We have a new channel in there. Um, ask Ed where you can submit questions to for Witter to respond to on their post-game show afterwards. And they have been fielding questions from us, which has been great. I think they're only taking questions from They Witter actually point, might be. Is, I think they were taking it from Twitter and um, Discord, and they just gave up because nobody was putting questions on Twitter. If you aren't at a game, um, we will also be streaming away games in there. Yes. If we're allowed to on the platform that's streaming it. Thanks, ESPN um, Plus, for not letting that happen. We have a... In-game conversations actually get pretty fun in there. So, Oh, yeah, they do. Even if you're at the game, hop in there during whistles and contribute. A lot oh, of yeah. fun. A lot of fun in the Discord. So if you're not in it, please join. Oh, yes. And then on top it's of that, if you have not yet subscribed to the YouTube channel or the Spotify, what are you doing? You do it now. You'll be able to find things better. Links will all be in the description below. Uh, hit, the, hit, hit any notification bells or notification icons to make sure that you get notified when new episodes go up. There's going to be a bunch this upcoming week. 
depending on when this comes out, we may or may not have already interviewed somebody, which is kind of fun. I think this comes out after that. No, nah, right? it'll be before. It'll be before it. So keep mm-hmm. your eyes out because there might be an interview with someone that is a maybe is a player, maybe isn't a player. I, I don't know. I can't confirm or deny anything. Um, so keep an eye out for that one. That one's going to be great. And that'll do it for this episode. Um, if you, We'll see you guys all in the next one after homecoming. Have a great night. Go Tigers. Roll Tech.